there's, a, there's a listener, the, not, not a, a new a new listener that I met um, at work. I think. Mm. Her name is Terry. She told me to big her up um, on this episode. So big up Terry. Okay. Yeah. Big up yourself, Terry. Right. Big up yourself. Mm. Terry. All right. All right, man. Bless. Hear the sounds from the valleys of Loima. Come, Konasi Basimwache Kutupima. Tukana land, Ile Plesia Mujiza. Akuchi Bat, Joyki Tuato Tuagiza. Straight from Trukana Podcast, my name is Agre Lim Lim. My name is Alan. And today we have a guest, G-Money. Just like that, Just like, like yeah. that, man. Yeah. yeah, this is big, this is big. We have to start with this. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Thanks, guys. First of all, I appreciate the um, invite and also um, I love what you guys are doing, man. Definitely. Some of the topic guys on, I'm like, yo, we need to steal those topics for the mics are open. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think so, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> we want to say thank you, man, for letting us uh, in your house. No worries, man. We're actually Welcome. recording from Jimani's um, home studio. Mm. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, lucky, lucky guy, man. No, next time, <laughs> next, next time you visit Nairobi, man, you'll come through as well, and we'll just record this time. The problem, problem, I never leave Turkana. It's going to be you who come here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, I never, I, I never leave. I fear the city. What is there to fear in the city? Have you heard that there's like elephants? The troubles, the crime, and, uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this, pollution. For him, it's always the crime. Which crime? Where? Where? I don't want to talk. I don't want to just make this a dull, dull discussion about all the bad things that happen in Nairobi. But you know. Yeah, I hear you, my brother. What do you think? Yeah. What do you think um, Nairobi are missing about Turkana? You know, we talked about this before, but you know, like the freestyle life that we, we have here. Mm. Like the the little trouble that I'm going through to record this compared to what Agri's uh, <laughs> <laughs> went through. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so like uh, the life is easy and you can do what you want to do mm. and still have a full fulfilling life. Mm. Okay, man. But uh, you know the hustle and bustle of the city is not like uh, personally not my thing. Like the city is too fast for you. <laughs> no, it's too congested. Right. I need the free space. I need the free space. You know, like I can just get up a few meters from my house. Mm. It's a wilderness. Yeah. I mean, I mean, end of the day, like, I I think that no matter how Nairobi can be portrayed, I mean, crime is crime wherever it happens. You know, but I mean, it's not as bad as as maybe. I mean, I, I gave Agri my address. He was here in like 20 minutes, man. He wasn't robbed on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happened to him. On but the it's way. a possibility. It's a possibility. <laughs> Unlike here in Lodwa, the last time there was a crime, it, it was uh, Agri. When was that? 1963. <laughs> way back, man. I don't remember the last time. <laughs> no crime, no mugging, you know. It cannot happen. Yeah, the good thing about um, Trukana is you can walk at night. Let's say one a.m. and there's nothing. There's nothing mm. going to happen to you, right? Yeah, the best thing is you you come to Turkana, you'll have a good time. No, no I, doubt. Uh, yeah. I have no doubt it will be turned up and all that stuff. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? But yeah. you, you have to promise that you'll come to Nairobi as well. <laughs> mm. 
My week was awesome, you know, the hustle out there in Kakumara refugee camp. I usually teach guys ICT. So it was awesome. My kids, oh, not my kids, my Yo. students. <laughs> they're quite, they're doing it. They're kid. doing it. <laughs> yeah, you know, some of them are quite old. So <laughs> my students are doing good. And it was a fulfilling week. I was just looking forward to the weekend. Okay. To get to chill with the boys. Uh, some boys in the room are playing UFC. Ah. So, you know. I'm in the crib in the house. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. All right, man. So, yeah. what are we talking about this week? Let's just get uh, done with Nairobi people. Mm-hmm. We'll start with this Eric Omondi saga. Today, we are recording from two different locations. Allen in Lodwa, I'm in Nairobi. Mm-hmm. So, in case um, the audio quality is not okay, uh, you'll, you'll, we apologize in advance. Listen, you, you've learned well. This, this, <laughs> this guy has learned so well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're doing okay so far, though. I, I, I don't, by the way, let me tell you, I don't even know what that story is. I've not been across any local story. So what is, what, what is the Eric Mondi story? So Eric, he's doing this, uh, like, uh, show, his own show, calling it uh, Wife Material. So basically, the, the idea he wants to, to, to show people what kind of white material you can you can pick up. Okay. And uh, what to look for. But now it's when the when the ladies get to the show, they, they throw away the white material thing and they just show themselves. Like it's a And it was crazy this time around, it was Eric's birthday. And these girls were, I did not see any nude people, but it's alleged that there were some nude people dancing in the show. And it was a big deal. There's this uh, moral cop, Ezekiel. You know this guy? Yeah. So he got Eric arrested for the show. and uh, really? Eric, Yeah. Let me ask you, where does this show air? It's, it's social media airing. Like so like Facebook, YouTube, yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right, man. Um, does, he have, so Eric, does he have a sponsorship? Eric is a, it's quite a big deal, you know. He's getting these girls from Uganda, Kenya, Tanzania. They're staying in an exotic uh, mm. uh, place, a house. So it's, they're marketing a lot of things, and I, so I guess he's got some sponsors. It's East African show. Wow. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, uh, Vibes Cartel <laughs> did a very similar thing like 10 years ago before he went into jail. I can't remember what it was called, but um, basically it was like all these girls were competing for his... Attention. It was actually quite an interesting watch because you see when women are competing for like a man or something else, it can sometimes bring out the worst in them. Um, for me, I mean, the, the question is, is it entertainment? Is it real? And I think that's what the, the, the conversation should be like. Is there, is there, uh, are there people out there who are going to think that this is a, a representation of real life? Or are people just watching it and laughing and saying, this is madness, you know? So we had those people, many, many guys on social media. Mm. They were saying, no, this is not our thing. We are Africans. Right. We, we don't like to showcase. Uh, this is not even white material. Those girls are desperate. And, uh, is it, yeah, those, is it those guys. I don't know. For me, I have myself, mm. I, I liked it. I liked every bit of it. It's like those dramas you see, like uh, the Real Housewives of uh, LA. You know those drama reality show yeah, yeah. that always come up to. They look ratchet, but the, then it's it's a uh, it's reality directed, scripted thing. Um, so th- that's kind of thing Eric is trying to do, and it's not going to be very much accepted since it's, uh, the beginning. But there, it's something that is out there. There are quite a lot of shows about that. Uh, in, uh, 
not right. It's not to be watched with children. And that's what the main topic I just wanted us to talk about. Huh? Okay. Should your child like be on social media? Like when she's a, a baby, a, a four-year, five-year-old? Should she be on Facebook or YouTube or Instagram watching Eric? Or is it, uh, whose fault is it well, that uh, I, I the kids are If I had a, and they had like an iPad or something, because Ella, who's my niece, she has an iPad. I can call her on FaceTime. But if I, if I had a, a actually there are, there are some locks and I also, also YouTube creates parental locks as well. So you can actually set up your thing on, on YouTube so that your, your kid cannot access certain things. And I think from the time you're giving your child access to a computer, you should also be cognizant of the responsibility you have as well to make sure that they're, they're safe online, you know? Um, I would ask you, Gia, where do you, at what age do you think? Ella is acceptable. It's acceptable for Ella to join social media. Um, wow. That's a good question. I mean, I personally, my personal opinion on technology and young people is that we need to give young people technology as early as possible. Okay. Because it, it, we're, complete, we're competing in a world where people are given access to technology, China, America, very, very early. But I think social media, Wow. I think you gotta be like you gotta be like a teenager, fam. Like you gotta be like, I mean, very. There's an age restriction, right? Or there's no there's, there's age restriction for Facebook. I might not even or YouTube. Let's Google it while we speak. How old? Yeah, maybe they just think like uh, my baby, my kids. Yeah, uh, forget them. Mm. Uh-huh. They wouldn't have access to social media. Uh-huh. There are a lot of creeps out there, man. Okay, so and there's Facebook, one billion people. Mm. Mm. I think on Instagram you have on Instagram you have to be at least thirteen years old. Same, okay. I think the same on Facebook. You know, still, Alan, that's still still young though. Yeah, still young. Alan, you are tech guru. Yeah, very young. Obviously, your child, your child will have access to social media. So why why are you saying that you you can't let? No, my child will have access to technology. Okay. Like uh, she will she will be watching Netflix for kids. Oh, he he or she. Yeah. Gender neutral. <laughs> so like all these good things, games, but there's gonna be where there's a lot of crowd of people just chatting and hey, hey, group messaging each other. I'm not gonna encourage that myself. I'm just gonna make sure she's only having fun with the, mm. with, the, with, the, with, the with the good things. Mm. Because it's a slippery slope. Once on Facebook, somebody slides on a DM yeah. or Insta and start chatting, sending links. Yeah. You know these Indians who, who video video chat uh, yeah, uh, ladies and they are naked. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. I hear you, brother. I hear you. It definitely is a, a slippery slippery slope. So I think for anybody who's going to allow their child to go on social media, they have to be very very cognizant of the of the um of dangers. the of the dangers. You know. Yeah. The president decided to extend oh, the coffee for 60 days. That's not cool. I was hoping we would be in a club throughout the night soon. Is is there even a curfew yes. in Chicago? Are you, are, you guys, are you guys really, like, having a curfew? There's not even a curfew in, in, in Kiambu, Kiambu. With, with, like, just down the road from here. Yeah. So is there... Is, there's, a, there's a curfew. Curfew, yeah? There's a curfew. You can't walk out on police in. Well, get get really physical Well, I, I tell you the truth, man. I ain't mad. I ain't mad at the curfew because, I mean, guys, guys have adjusted for one, which we were discussing earlier. But also, um, fam, we don't have the resources to to really get to grips with COVID nineteen. And um, I think for me personally, my my whole vibe has changed having having had it recently. That. <sighs> 
if we can, if 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 we can, cause you know, once guys start to drink, they lose everything to do yeah. with social distancing yeah. and masks and all the things. So if it's the only tool we have, man, then we just have to use it, man. I'm not, I'm not even mad, and I'm in that space of people who have lost money because of of the curfew. But man, if it's the only tool we have, it is what it is, man. Uh, I get the feeling, uh, you know, we have to save lives. Uh, I was just saying, I'm a little bit, I feel a little bit like uh, compressed. Like, I just uh, tell you, really, freedom is, was really underrated before. But um, I think it, there are people who are complaining about the curfew, and there's not so much they do even past curfew hours. Exactly. So why are, you, why are like, they complaining, I, man? Unless, unless I have a gig, yeah. you won't find me outside the house. <laughs> anyway, the people I know who do not have a job, they're staying at home mm. and they're complaining about the curfew. Right. If you want to drink, you can drink at home. True. Yeah, man. You have to adjust. It just means, I just miss dancing till the morning light <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> Nothing else. Uh, <laughs> if, if we, just dance in your house, bro. Hey, okay, guys, you win. How? You and Uhuru, your buddies. <laughs> You're the same group. <laughs> so we've had, um, we have the curfew for, I think it's, it's one year right now, yeah? Yes, it's a year now, yeah. Are you in a relationship? Are you still in a relationship, yeah? With the person you are with when the curfew started? I am. <laughs> Me too, definitely. My I've been the same <laughs> with yourself. Me and myself, we were fine. We were easy. Yeah. Yeah. You mean you're single? Yeah, I'm single, man. I think, I think, I think that many people, though, I genuinely think that many people have learned whether or not the person that they're with is the person that they need to be with. Because if you're sharing the house with somebody, you've been sharing the house with somebody during this whole um, COVID, time. COVID time. By now you know whether or not you and that person is, uh, is compa- are compatible. You know what I mean? Because the more you spend time with them, the more you know them. Fam, in my... In my- I, I, think, I, think, I think you single guys, you, you complicate this thing a lot. Why? How so? You guys, you just, you just make like, it's a big experiment. You have to be compatible. A fixes with B, B match with C, dots and what? My friend, it's not rocket science to be in a relationship and know if it works. You just need to work on it. I mean, you're one of the lucky guys who've been in a relationship for so long. In this here Nairobi... That's why I don't want to talk about it uh, and jinx it. In, yeah, in this here, in this here, in this here Nairobi... It's it, it can be slightly different because obviously um a person sharing. <laughs> I think in Nairobi that's another thing I forgot to tell you about that makes it uh, weird also. Yeah. You can't trust uh, anybody. You don't even know anybody. Even your next door neighbor, you don't even really know them. A lot is the same as when it comes to relationships, man. Like People are sharing. Man. It's the same for you, single people. Mm. But for the guys who have decided to work on their relationships, mm. it's really paying off. You know, you just have to be, you just have to be like uh, ready to to weather the storm. Not something small happens. You say, ah, I'm tired. I want this to end. We are not compatible. How old is he? He's, you talk like you're fifty, man. I'm just joking, man. I'm just messing with you. No, I know I get, but then again, I'm not the best person to talk about relationships because my 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 opinion on relationships are not very are not the same as as, as most people, you know. So, no. I agree. I agree. On the other hand, mm. it's it's on being in denial. Uh huh. 
that is uh, lonely and it needs a buddy to cook with and uh, bro i'm not lonely uh, Okay. <laughs> that sounds like a, that sounds like an Anunnaki issue right there. Like, yeah. no, I think I okay. honestly, I, my my, I mean, one of the things I hold true about relationships is that they happen when they happen, and they happen when they're supposed to happen, and, and they happen when the right person comes along. But I find that many people put themselves under pressure to be in relationships that they shouldn't. There are some people right now who are married where it should have just been a, a one night stand, but somehow you you managed, you were forced into this thing. Oh, your parents were like, you know, it's time. When are you going to bring me this, this, this? I know, I know too many unhappy. I know a lot of happily married people, but I know too many. I know many more unhappily married people. Like for you, you've been with your girl for five years. By the time you guys get married, end of the day, you know each other inside out anyway, you know. But but sometimes I find on the continent that I find that like, especially young guys are pressured into getting married and they're not ready for it, you know? Yeah. Definitely. You know, this relationship thing is something you should, that should never be the same, two the same relationship. Mm. If you find you're copying somebody to do the same things, you definitely crash, you know. You just have to create your own thing. I know, you know? I know people. And, uh, I know friends. I have friends who have got married. And I've just looked at them like, yeah, okay. Like, good luck with that, yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, ma- I think, I, I think any relationship can be difficult. I think marriage is, um, I think marriage, my personal opinion is I think marriage is an outdated institution. And I think that the reason I say it's outdated is because I think everything else in life has changed apart from marriage. Yeah, man. It's like, for example, if, if you can, like, you can fly from, from, from here to London in, in eight hours or whatever. It used to take maybe 16 or everything has changed. But I think that like marriage is one institution that has remained consistent, but it's, it's consistent in an ever-changing world. Like our grandparents, my granddad didn't have Tinder. Yeah, well, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. And then today it's like, and if he did have Tinder, my God, it would have been mad because he still did his thing without Tinder. Yeah. But, but, but what I'm saying is at the end of the day, like, like for, especially for young people, man, I don't know if, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't even know if I was in my 20s, right? If I'm in my 20s now and there's Tinder, fam, it's, 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 it's going to be a bad situation. <laughs> it's going to be a bad situation, yeah. bro, because that, that's showing you a way to get what you want, whether it's to get, maybe you want sex, to get the sex you want, but without any level of commitment. It's like, you know, swipe, was it swipe left or swipe, bro? I don't even know. But yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that, so I think marriage is an institution. We need to look at it a little less, like at the moment, it's so permanent. Yeah. We need to look at it a little less permanently. And you want you want a back, you want a back door? Uh, marriage? Like, uh, you want a back door, uh, exit, exit thing, exit strategy? I just, marriage, like, if, if I get married to someone, and it doesn't work. I don't want to have to go through a lot of shit. Sorry, a lot of stuff curse, to get out of it. You know what I'm trying to say? At the moment now, I don't, not so much in the West, but I know in Africa, getting divorced is such a long thing. Because by the yeah. time your parents and the elders and the village and yeah. the this and the that, I think it should not be so hard to get out of. And I know it, it sounds counterproductive, but I think more people would get married if they knew if it does because you know what at the end of the day 
people change. Like, I'm not the same person I was five years ago. And you may find that you and your partner have changed in a way that makes you no longer compatible, you know. And, and, and one thing I would, tell, I would say is this. Life is too short to be miserable. Man, I know people are so miserable within their marriages. I'm like, so why are you married? Like, honestly, why are you still there? You still there? But you yeah. can't because by now there are kids involved and you feel trapped. Nah, man, that ain't my portion, bro. I view marriage very differently, man. Like, you've had this thought that marriage is like a job. You have to, you have to, like, like to water that plant. Mm. It's a difficult thing that I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm actually ready for that. Well, that's the, that's the key point, like you say, when you say you're not ready for it and you acknowledge that you're not ready for it. But then if you have 100 uncles and 20 aunties where every time you go to the village, it's like, where are, where, when are you bringing someone home? So people end up getting married not so much for what they want, but just to fulfill tradition. And that's what I'm against. To make other people happy. Mm. They're not happy, personally. Yeah, I just think, I'm, my, my thing in life, generally, Alan, is, is happiness. Happiness. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Now, imagine marriage on this other side. Mm. The good stuff, the family picnics, uh, the, the, yeah, the movie, exactly. movie nights. Uh, the, and if you start with that, don't start with the, with the negative. You start anything with the, ah, it will end. There's a, there's a lot that you get from being in a relationship that is, is complete and loving and nurturing. There's so much you get from it. You know what I'm trying to say? But like I'm saying, I, I'd rather pressure to get married and more and more, more time to get to know people and understand people and, and experience those good things so that when you are ready to make that commitment, when you're ready to turn around and say, yo, you know what? I've done this thing for three or five years or six years and it, it, this is what I want. Then you make that, then you make that step, you know? Yeah, you have people, you have, guys, you have guys who are marrying girls they met six months ago because the parents and the family is, are pressuring them, you know? That's, that's madness. That's madness. Gio has talked about um, how marriage is not the one thing that has not evolved. Everything else has evolved, yeah? There's this part about paying diary, man. It's 2021 and people are still paying diary. And you're trying to get me in trouble now. <laughs> You know, some, some of these things, uh, you're doing it to make somebody happy. If this thing means a lot to your partner, you do it. You have to talk about it with them. It's not an institution thing that you... Many people have not paid that way. Mm. And they're good. But if your girl is something that she's been thinking about it, you can talk about it and the two of you can even uh, contribute together. If it's something it's symbolic to her, mm. but don't just say you don't want to do it, you know, because... Uh, it might offend the other person. If you decided that, if you, if you're going to pay dowry today, do you think you're going to? Do you think your girlfriend will help you in financing her dowry? She would. Okay. Many, many would. Money would. Even my mom, mm. she paid her own dowry in some way. Ah. At some point, yeah, she contributed some money. I, I I've seen the, I've seen the paperwork. It's something you talk. It's a kind of, it's a cultural thing for the whole community. But marriage is about two people, you know. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the whole world to block you from having fun. So you talk about it. You say, "This is we want to get married. Let's get rid of the the family people quickly with what they will need, and then we go to our happily ever after." You see, in a true kind of thing, it's a bit difficult for your girlfriend to actually pay dowry, to help you pay dowry. Oh, why, why is that? Why? I think it's an ego thing, especially for the men, because there's, there's lots of, um, what do you call it, um, cattle and, and goats 
all that stuff, yeah? Mm. So paying dowry for her to like get her, get, most times actually the women do not have all these things. Mm. Actually the men who have the gold. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's difficult. We're talking about now, now, Agri, now you and your soon-to-be girlfriend. Yeah. So she probably has money and you, you earn the same amount of money, you are both two canners. You have all that culture, and they tell you bring three hundred goats. Maybe what she'll, she'll give me the money. Money, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Hey, it's not a much. goats is a lot, bro. It's not one goat is like three k. So three hundred, three hundred times. You know, me and let's my... even break it down, yeah. Like you see, when you're paying dowry, you will pay like let's say three hundred goats, or let's say two fifty, two fifty goats and fifty chips. Wait, 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 wait. Two fifty goats. So that's two fifty times three k. Yeah. Yeah. Are you mad? Yeah. Wait, now add plus um how much is a sheep? A sheep almost the same the same price. Okay, so how many sheep? Let's say fifty. Sheep are not as much valuable as goats, eh? Goats, yeah. So we'll so we'll, so we'll say a sheep is like what? Two 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 five. Two five, yeah. Two, two five. five times. And a goat sometimes can be even five K. Depends. Depends with the season. Fam, we're already touching eight hundred and seventy five thousand. Are you mad? Plus you, you, you we're camel. still talking about camel. One. Which camel? Bro, like five camels. Five camels? For the ankles, yeah. How much is a camel? A camel is expensive, man. Like 30 to 50. 30 to 50. Maybe 60. Yeah. You're, you're, like, you're giving like five or seven. <laughs> you guys are like a whole That's camel. That's what happens. A whole camel for the ankles. Oh. You are nuts. That's why I agree. That's not what anything to do with marriage. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's now, yo. To me, that's crazy. And, and a traditional tr- traditional Trukana wedding is expensive than the church one. Okay, well, fam, you got to get seats for all the sheep and the cows. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I do not understand. That's a lot. Agri, you, you just want to, you're living in a, you know, you want to, things to change to, like the way technology is changing. So you have to, some of these traditions, mm. there are things, it's not something that uh, you must do. It's something that other people want you to do. Yeah. So that will make you fear marriage and never do it. But if you just say you and your wife, we want to be together, mm. we don't want, uh, you know, the, all this pressure. Mm. I'm not sure because I'm not married yet. Right. I'm just wishful thinker, you know. I'm coming to Chukana. <laughs> and even me, I want a camel. I mean, I, like, <laughs> listen... The, yeah. food, the, the, the food the food will not run out because man's Louia. But what I'm trying to say is, you've, you've, you've opened up my eyes, bro. Me, I want a camel farm. Like, I want to bring the camel b- yeah. back to Nairobi Park next to my car downstairs. Um, yeah. Dictator. What's Dictator? Yeah. yeah you're like coming to America. Yeah, man, just camel. bring me a camel, man. Like, that, that one is just me. Like, camels for the uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, tell you want my daughter? Uh-huh. Just give me three camels and uh, some 300 sheep. Oh, <laughs> and you're good to go. That's and you know, like, these big people, like politicians and uh, the, the rich guys, mm. they pay these things, you know, with adding more pressure to to, to, to Agri and his brothers, you know. Uh-huh. They pay this bad price. They marry three wives, four wives. Mm. And uh, Agri now, he has to cry for help because uh, where is he going to get even one camel? Yeah, it's tough, man. As of money, yeah. Americans are getting the stimulus check. Now, now, yeah. um, $1,400. Yeah, man. Joe Biden um, has, been, has been nicknamed Moneybag Joe. Have you seen the meme? Like, I would love to be in a society where, where government has said to me, you know what, things are rough. 
is 140k. Yeah, I would love yeah. that. It's like, yeah, I'd love that, man. Some other guys is Japanese. They gave everybody a thousand bucks. Oh. Yeah. No, matter, no matter what you do. <laughs> just when COVID started. In in Nairobi, in Kenya, it's just that is impossible. Man. In Kenya, it's just vibes and inshallah. Vibes and inshallah. Oh, in Kenya, and some guys got millions. You know, it was an opportunity for for some some thieves at the cancer hopes also. Mm. Some yeah, some guys yeah, who were supplying masks. I I condemn everything that happened at Kemsa. However, the next round of um, tendering, I'm in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have a company. <laughs> you know, you know, people people don't hate corruption. People just hate not being involved. Yeah, man. So just yeah, involve, yeah. involve, 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 <laughs> them. involve mind them. Especially the guys who are most bitter, the politicians who bring it out. They're the ones who are never in the picture. Exactly. They're just here. Their friends have millions. And they're what? Where was I? Yeah, exactly. Where was I to get this money? Exactly, yeah. man. Definitely. Um, just, just, just have to keep on um, um, hoping that one day I'll walk past Camry or somewhere and a tender will drop into my yeah. lap by the grace of yeah. God. Yeah, uh, it will be awesome. It will be awesome for anybody. Five, you know. Yeah. Just get a hundred million. So mm. the vaccine by the way is already in Kenya. Are you are you going to take the vaccine, G? Me. Mm. Whoa. Here's the thing. I'm pro vaccine, um, but I, I, me, I want Pfizer. I want, the, I want the Pfizer vaccine. I don't want this. this I, I don't want that one. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know why. Because even in the UK, most of my people who are being vaccinated have all chosen Pfizer. So I don't know. I just feel a bit more comfortable with the Pfizer one. But I'm pro vaccine, bro. Because, fam, AstraZeneca is the one that was um was frozen. I, I don't even know, bro. Den- Denmark, yeah, I think. In Denmark, yeah, they, yeah. they stopped it for a while. They stopped it for a while. Yeah, but for me, like, I'm t- what, what I'll tell guys is this. After what I've been through, just know COVID is very, very real. COVID is real. And it's, it's not nice. So whatever you can do to protect yourself and your family, don't be like these guys in the WhatsApp group. Like, do you know how many WhatsApp groups I've left because mm. of these vaccine experts? Oh, it's this, this, this. It's a plan to wipe mm. out black people. Yeah. It's that, yeah. blah, blah. Conspiracy. Control, co- conspiracies. Mm. See, I'm in a group and there's like a 50-year-old man who's got 29 kids saying, it's going to make you infertile. Nigga, you need to be infertile. <laughs> you need. <laughs> <laughs> that is what's going to make you stop. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so uh, me, I'm pro-vaccine, by the way. Um, like I said, I'm not. Uh, uh, there are different types because there are different ones every day. I think there's four or five now that have been approved for use in the States. But me, I want the Pfizer one. I'm sorry. Uh, the Pfizer one, I don't think we have it in Kenya. No, 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 no. We have AstraZeneca. So me, if I get, when I get a chance to travel, I go to the UK for a couple of weeks. Mm. Bam, as I land straight NHS, I want that. Give me the vaccine. Yeah. And the thing about it is, it's not. I don't think it's a permanent vaccine. Though. I think you have to get it redone every year. Yeah, um, they were saying after you get this AstraZeneca, mm. after three months you get another vaccine. Mm. Yeah. And then, and then, how long are you immune for? You're immune for a while, or how does it work? I, I'm not sure about that. Check that yeah. just now as we speak. How long? When you uh, get the AstraZeneca, like let's say you got it today, mm. after three months, that's when you get um, the second dose. The second dose, yeah. How long after? Let's do it. I don't think much. I think maybe six months or something. One year. Mm. So I mean, I know. Yeah. we just we have to take something for COVID. Are you pro, Alan? Are you pro vaccine? Are you yeah. anti-vaccine? Uh, I'm 
pro. I'm 100% pro vaccine. Cause I don't want to go through this thing again. I don't want to go through this thing again, bro. So for me, I'm 100% pro. Alan, Alan works um, at the Kakuma refugee camp. And mm. What is the COVID situation around that place? Alan. It's very bad, man. It's very bad, that place. Mm. Wow. The other day, they tested 47 guys and 45 of them had it. Wow. But it's serious, yeah? But uh, it's quite serious. And, you know, that camp, they had like some more than 2,000, more than 1,000 new refugees coming in mm. just last week. Mm. Wow. So if the vaccine comes anytime soon, I think even maybe our employer is thinking about getting us jabbed as soon as possible. Wow. I feel you, my G. Okay, man. That's, 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 uh, that's, that's, that's been the episode of this week. Uh, so oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it, man. A long thing. We are done. Okay. First of all, I want to thank, I want to thank you uh, for inviting me onto the podcast. It's just been a very random conversation. Those are yeah. the kind of conversations that I absolutely love. And Alan, it's good, it's good to meet you, even though you're, how many, how many miles away? Hey, man, more than 500. 700, 700 kilometers. Wow. That's the furthest place. Yeah. I know. You know, you know, G, you know, G, I've been listening to you when I, I used to visit my relatives back in Nairobi, up in Nairobi. Uh-huh. And uh, be, uh, big up to my aunt uh, thing at Jericho. Mm. Mm. So I, I used to just uh, get comfortable listening to you when you're in Humboldt Radio in the morning, morning, morning mm. time. You still do that? Still do it, yeah. man. I still do. I haven't been on, I haven't been on there for a month because I've been ill, but I should be back. That, that, tomorrow, man. that was uh, it was very refreshing to listen to that. You keep, keep up the good work. Thanks, my G. I appreciate it, man. Mm. All right, man. Straight from Tukana Podcast. Mm. Thank you, Jimani, for no worries, man. in your house. More than welcome. Yeah, I've always wanted to come here, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Now you're here, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. So you guys in Nairobi, be safe. All right, man. Otherwise, Straight so. from Tukana Podcast. Mm. Thank you, Jimani, for no worries, man. in your house. More than welcome. Yeah, I've always wanted to come here, man. Uh, mm-hmm. Now you're here, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. So you guys in Nairobi, be safe. Hear the sounds from the valleys of Noima. Come call us, Ibasi Mwache Kutupima. Trukana land, Ile Plesia Mujiza. Akuchi Kibat, Jueki Tua Totua Giza.